Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today I have a very special guest, Amy Porterfield. And we'll be talking about how to go from feeling stuck to becoming your own boss. The leading business expert, Amy Porterfield, will reveal the previous process for creating freedom, impact, and income on your own terms. Also, we'll be talking about how to find courage to quit your job, make more money, work where you want, and change the world. Amy Porterfield is an ex-corporate girl turned online marketing expert and CEO of multi-million dollar business. During her corporate days, Amy worked with mega brands like Harley Davidson as well as peak performance coach Tony Robbins. After one faithful boardroom meeting and witnessing the lifestyle, financial, and work freedom an online business has to offer, Amy has developed her 9-to-5 exit plan and never looked back. Through her best-selling courses and top-ranked marketing podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy, Amy has helped hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs turn in their two weeks' notice and trade burnout for freedom, income, and impact. Amy's action-by-action teaching style provides aspiring business owners with tools they need to bypass the overwhelm and build a business they love. Amy empowers women across the globe to take their future into their own hands and find professional independence, achievement, and success far beyond what a corporate glass ceiling would traditionally allow. Amy's work has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, CNBC, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, and more. Her company has twice been awarded the Inc. 5000 Award as one of the fastest-growing privately held companies in US. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Amy. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. I've seen your success online and always wanted to have you on and it's such an honor. So, so glad and, and so excited. How are you today? Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. I've been looking forward to it. Thank you so much. And we would love to know more about you. How did you start your career and how did you become so successful and famous? So uh, should I just jump into it? Should I I say a little bit about myself? Just a little bit about yourself kind of briefly. So yeah, you got it. 
I always say I'm an ex-corporate girl turned accidental entrepreneur. So about 14 years ago, I left my very last corporate job. It was with peak performance coach, Tony Robbins, and I was the director of content development. So I got to travel the world with Tony and the team and work on the content that he does on stage at events like Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny. So if you know Tony, you know those events. And I worked on the content that he did on stage. And while I was there, and I loved it, I, I got to travel, I got to do cool things, I got to work with Tony, I mean, really cool things. But while I was there, he had this one meeting where he brought in a bunch of online business owners. And it was kind of like a focus group. And he was asking them, tell me what your businesses look like. Humbly enough, I was brought into the meeting to take notes. I was sitting at a side table. I wasn't even invited to the main table. I was taking notes while these all men went around and talked about their businesses. And in that moment, I it just everything changed for me because they were talking about freedom. They were working when they wanted, where they wanted, how they wanted. They were building really amazing things. They were changing lives and they were making lots of money. And I thought, I don't know how they're doing this, but I want a piece of it. So I probably took the worst notes ever that day because I was just really paying attention to what is it that they have that I want. And that's where everything changed for me. I decided on that day, I was gonna find a way to be my own boss, start my own online business. I had no idea what I would do. I didn't think I had any skills that would work. However, I was gonna figure it out. Fast forward a year from that fateful meeting and I was out on my own, building my own business and fumbling through, having a really rough time the first few years. But if you fast forward to today, about 14 years later, I am best known for helping people build businesses online, leaving nine to five jobs, building their businesses. I specialize in building email lists and building digital courses based on your expertise. So I've created eight successful digital courses in my own business, generated over $80 million in sales with those courses and helped over 50,000 students. So I found my little, my little niche on the web to help other people build businesses that they love. Oh, that's incredible. Actually, by you working for Tony Robbins and then actually quitting and starting on your own, that, that's just like such a huge success. I attended Tony Robbins Unleash Your Power Within. Yes. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's so inspirational too. After seminars and conferences, you actually feel so pumped. And really, truly, yeah. So much energy. And from your experience, to actually start something on your own, do you have to have it all figured out or do you have to have a plan or you just, you can just start? You know, in my book, Two Weeks Notice, the first thing I talk about if you're still in a nine to five job is getting together a plan to leave that nine to five job, a roadmap so that you leave feeling really confident to go out and do your own thing. And so when I was in that one meeting and I thought, I wanna be my own boss, I wanna do this, I had no idea what I was going to do. So I started to put some ideas together. I started to play around with what am I good at? What could I possibly do? And so that roadmap, part of that roadmap is figuring out maybe I could create a side hustle in the meantime to play around with what I might do if I went out on my own. So if you wanna start a side hustle or if you just wanna go for it and start your own business and you're ready to leave your job, I usually take people through what I call the sweet spot formula. And the sweet spot formula is coming up with your initial idea. It doesn't need to be your end all be all. You could definitely change it down the road. I for sure did, but you need something to get you started. So this, this sweet spot formula, it has four quadrants. I'll take you through really quick. The first quadrant is 
Where have you gotten results in your personal life or your business life? What are you good at? What comes naturally to you? So you could look at the business you're in right now. Like for instance, I have a student, he was an accountant. He worked for an accounting firm. He got paid in a nine to five job and he realized I want to go out on my own and do this. So he took his skill set became a little bit more specialized online and he just started his own business, created his own digital course, teaching people who are resellers online like eBay or Poshmark how to do their taxes. So he took what he knew in his nine to five job, turned it into a digital course, has gone on on his own and made hundreds of thousands of dollars doing that. So he took what he knew and turned it into a course. But you could also look at your personal life and where have you been really successful in your personal life as well? It doesn't have to be something you get paid for, but you've got to know what are you good at and what can you get results at so you can help other people do it. The second quadrant is what is the problem or desire you're going to meet? So what is a problem people have? How can you solve it? Or what's something they really want and how can you help them get it? So it's that challenge or desire. What is that? The third quadrant is where are people spending money? So let's say that you are really good at meal prepping and macro tracking, and you want to help other people do that in their diets. And so you have to ask yourself, would people pay for this? Are there books about it, podcasts about it, courses about it, coaching around it? And if people are already paying for that thing that you might want to do in your side hustle or in your business, ding, 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 that's a really great thing. It doesn't matter if it's already been done before. There are over 7 billion people in this world. And so you have the ability to find your little neck of the woods online. And so if it's already been done before, if people are paying for it, that's a great validator. And then the fourth quadrant is what lights you up. I don't want people creating businesses around something that doesn't really make them happy and light them up. And so make sure that you're going to enjoy doing it because it's going to get rough. It's going to get hard at times and your desire to want to do it has to pick you back up. Wow. I love this. It's amazing how you explained everything in steps and when is your book coming out and tell us more about this like what inspired you to write it and kind of briefly what is it all about yes yeah, so my book is out it's called two weeks notice and it's how to find the courage to quit your job work for wherever make more money and change the world and it really is about finding a way to become your own boss. I believe that life is better when you are calling the shots and doing your own thing. So you can get my book wherever you get books online, but if you go to twoweeksnoticebook.com, I've got some special bonuses when you get my book, so you can start there. But it's a guidebook. I wrote the book, to answer your question, I wrote the book because when I first started my business, when I left Tony Robbins, I, I drove out of the San Diego offices in my little white car, packed with boxes in the back, ready to start my new life. And the very next morning, I wake up in my little tiny condo in Carlsbad, California, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table with my little laptop thinking, what have I done? Uh, who's going to tell me what to do? How am I supposed to know what to do? I've never done this in my life. So I was very overwhelmed and confused on day one. So I wrote the book that I wish I had, kind of like your business Bible of how to get started from scratch with a business that you're building online. No matter if you build a digital course, a membership, a physical product, a, a digital product, whatever it might be, these are the steps you need to take to get it up and running. So that's why I wrote the book because I wish I had it all those years ago. Wow, I love it. I'm glad you have this book now. I'm so excited for it as well. 
And I think most people are afraid of when they leave nine to five, they're afraid of where do they start. And yeah, they have no boss to tell them what to do now. So they have to organize a plan and they have to like find the tasks and, and kind of have a plan for themselves to move forward. But I'm glad that you're describing it all in your book. And also, as far as having it all, building it all and having an exit strategy plan, is it all about the exit strategy plan or how is it all actually works? So when you, let's say you're in a nine to five job right now and you look around and you think this can't be it. There's gotta be more for me. Whether you wanna make more money, you feel disrespected, you feel overworked, you miss the fact that you never are with your family or it might be all of the above. Or maybe you just want something more for yourself. So at that point, the first thing you wanna do is you want to get clear on how you're going to leave that job. One of the first things I talk about in the book is choosing an exit date. So it's either three months, six months, nine months, or a year from now. Anything longer than a year, you're making too many excuses and you're never gonna do it. And so let's say it's six months from now, you want to leave your job. Well, one of the things you're going to do is get really clear on why you want to leave. Your why is everything. On the days that your worries knock you down, your why picks you back up. So what is your why? For me, my why was very simple. I didn't want a boss. I didn't want to be told what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. I wanted my freedom. So freedom was everything to me. That got me out of bed in the morning. It wasn't that I want to change the world. It wasn't that I wanted to, to help so many people. Not yet. It is today. But back then it was, I don't want a boss anymore. And that was compelling enough to get me moving forward even when I was scared. So you got to get clear on your why. So you choose your exit date. You put that exit date on a post-it note on a mirror where you see it every single day and you ask yourself, what can I do today to move me closer to that date? Because no matter what, I'm leaving on that date. And so you have the date, you choose your why, and you also have to look at your finances because we have to be really honest with ourselves in terms of how much money do we absolutely need to make to get by. When you're in your first year or second year of business, you're not remodeling a house, buying a new car, not even going on vacation probably, you're making some sacrifices in the first few years. That's not gonna be forever, just in the beginning. But how much money do you absolutely need to make every single month to cover the bills? Then we can start to reverse engineer how that might happen when you leave your job. So looking at your finances is a big deal as well. Some of my students will say, I wanna have three months of finances or three months of um, uh, money to take care of expenses before I leave my job. So that's one of the goals that they'll have as well. But yeah, putting together this roadmap, it is everything. And so many people, when they start to work on their own, they are afraid that they will be working 24 yeah. seven. How can you avoid this? I mean, I know first when you start, it is kind of the reality, but later on you build your schedule, you get used to it and you organize everything and you slowly... <laughs> More away from the crazy schedule. <laughs> yes. So today I'm 14 years in and I have a team of 20 full-time employees all across the U.S. We work a four-day work week, Monday through Thursday, and we take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. And we have unlimited time off. And we um, also really value uh, the time that we're spending outside of work. Now, did my business look like that in the first few years? Absolutely not. I think I worked more hours in my own business in the first two years than I did at Tony Robbins. And I felt like I was working tons of hours at Tony Robbins. 
I don't know if that's totally necessary. That was just my truth. But what is most important is you get yourself out of that as soon as you can. I think it takes a lot of sacrifice in the beginning, a lot of time and energy because you don't know what you're doing. So everything takes longer than you want. But once you start to figure it out, you absolutely do not need to live like that. And one of the things I talk about in my book, Two Weeks Notice, is the non-negotiables. What are your non-negotiables? Meaning what are you going to do or not do no matter what. So one of my non-negotiables early on was that I was not going to work every weekend, maybe one weekend here or there, but it wasn't going to be my norm. So after the first year or two of business, I said no more weekends because I wasn't even seeing my family. Or my husband loves quality time in the morning. He loves to sip coffee with me in the morning, have a little chat. So one of my non-negotiables is a few days every single week, I'm gonna sit downstairs with him, have coffee, chat before I get my workday started. Those are the things that create a better quality of life and allow you to show up better in your business. One of my students, her non-negotiables was she's no longer gonna take a client out of desperation. Just because she's scared of not having the money, she's not gonna work with clients she doesn't wanna work with anymore. So usually your non-negotiables come out of your pain, what's not working for you, and what do you need to put into place so that you are happier and thriving. I love that because you actually mastered your schedule in such a perfect way where you're still doing everything and still getting everything done and you're still enjoying things that you love and absolutely yeah i love that that's the best how to use a 10 percent edge to tackle this growth market and build your budding online business with foolproof marketing plan that works yes let's talk about that so in my book i talk about the 10 percent edge which is when you want to create a business all you need is a 10% edge. You need to be 10% ahead of those that you are going to serve. Now, that means that you need to be able to get them results or do whatever it is you're promising you're going to do with them or for them. But what it also means is you do not need to be the master of all masters. You do not need to have extra certification, more education, more time. A lot of people are not starting their businesses because they feel like they need more experience, more time, more training. And a lot of times that is not true. As long as you are able to get results for yourself or for somebody else, and you can teach those how to get those results, that's all you need, a 10% edge. I can promise you, if you look at many of the very, very successful businesses out there, they were started by people that had a 10% edge, but were not the best of the best at what they do. They were not experts around every single thing. It was just this one thing that they were gonna teach other people how to do. And so look for your 10% edge, but do not think that you need more time, more experience, more training. Usually that is not the truth. I think that's what most people are mistaken about and they're afraid to not to be qualified enough or or know enough to teach others but actually sometimes most of the times they know more than they think they do and yeah. imposter syndrome kicks in so exactly. as soon as you get over it then you get better <laughs> so true one of the things that I did want to bring up is that when I was launching this book, I, I started to develop some new content as I was speaking to hundreds and hundreds of people around the book. And it was this concept of capacity for zero. And so the capacity for zero is just this. You are willing to start from scratch. You are willing to be a beginner. You are willing to not know all the answers and let it be awkward and messy and scratchy. And you just wanna come out of your skin because you know you are building something amazing, or at least that is your goal. And so 
why I bring this up is a lot of people who are in a nine to five job, they want to go out and do their own thing, but they're embarrassed because they're going to have zero social media following, zero people on their email list, zero clout online. No one knows who they are and zero dollars in their bank account. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And a lot of people aren't willing to start from zero again, especially when we get in our 30s and 40s and we've been doing it for a while. So you wanna ask yourself how high, how strong is your capacity for zero? Your willingness to look like a beginner, start from scratch and not have it all figured out because that is where the magic happens. That's how beautiful billion dollar businesses get started with someone who's willing to start from scratch. And we've heard it a million times, but the people that are the most successful are those that have failed the most as well. When you have a capacity for zero, you're absolutely gonna stumble and fall and fail at times, but each of those failures is gonna get you closer to what you want. So ask yourself, is my ego too big right now that it's not allowing me to start from zero on Instagram, to have nobody follow me on TikTok, and the only people joining my email list is my mom and my brother. Is your ego in check enough to allow yourself to start from zero and build from there? Because the people with the highest, strongest level of the capacity for zero are those that are succeeding the most. Ego tends to get in the way. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And also people think sometimes, oh, it's too late to start at this age or it's too late to start at this point of life. It's never too late to start, just start. But the hardest part is to start. Yes. <laughs> That's why many people get hesitant and just like they they hit the roadblock and they just can't overcome it. But it takes guts and coaching and training and educating yourself to actually move forward move past that yes for sure <laughs> and how to actually build the email list and do you have to start building your email list as soon as you start your business or and what's the best way to start um to build email list as well so if you're building a business online whether it be a side hustle or a full-time thing the best time to build your email list was yesterday the next best time is today it's something that most of us wait too long to get started and then we regret it i was about two years into my business and realized i am struggling to make money because i do not have an email list so here's the thing it's one thing to build your business using social media instagram TikTok, facebook whatever it might be that is a powerful vehicle to build your business. However, it's dangerous. You are literally building your business on rented land. Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk changes that algorithm and boom, what you knew was working has dramatically changed overnight and it's not working anymore. And so the number one most powerful asset in your business will always be your email list, hands down. I make hundreds of thousands of dollars by sending emails to people that are genuinely engaged and want to hear from me and want to learn from me. I cannot get that kind of traction just using social media alone. So number one, it's incredibly important if you want a thriving business that is here for years and years, start creating your email list today. 
I've got a free training. It's amyporterfield.com forward slash list building. And it's a free training on how to get started with list building. And why I give it away for free is I think everybody needs to learn how to do this. And when you think about what does it take to grow an email list, it takes an email service provider. ConvertKit is one of my favorites, but there's so many that you can look into. And number two, you need a lead magnet. You need a freebie, a cheat sheet, a checklist, a guide, a free audio, a free video that people really want and they'll give up their name and email in exchange for it. So think email service provider, the software, and a lead magnet, something you give away for free in exchange for name and email. Those are the two big components to get started, but in the free training, I go into that in more detail. Oh, I love that. And you know, as you mentioned, you ignored couple the first couple of years you started. Yeah. I did the same. Yeah, I, I thought it's just like, oh, okay, whatever, email list, I'll do that sometimes. And it's so time consuming to write newsletters and all this, I'll just, put it on hold and yeah, I ignore it. And then after I started collecting emails, I've collected a lot, but then I haven't used it after. So then I started using it and actually I saw the results and I, I, I was surprised why I didn't use it and started earlier. Yeah. And everyone always says about it, like email list started. Jenna Kutcher, Kutcher always yeah. says it like start your email list, come on. <laughs> It's so true. It's so important. And yeah. a lot of people will say, okay, I've collected a bunch of emails, but now what do I do with these names and emails? And what you do is you email them every single week, rain or shine. Now, the next question is, well, what am I emailing them? Well, you could email them, just tell them stories, give them advice, give them value just directly in that email. But my favorite thing to do is every single Thursday, I'll email my list and tell them about my latest podcast episode. So I'll say, okay, I've got a new podcast episode out today. It's about XYZ. Here you go. And uh, then they click and they go listen. So not only are they engaged with me on email, but I'm giving them extra value beyond the email. So my podcast dictates my weekly emails and tells people what it's about. So there's a lot of different ways you can email, but every single week, that is the cadence you want to get into. What what have you noticed? The actually long newsletters work better or short ones or sometimes both? So either can work, whether you do a really long email and it's just text-based, or you do a long email and you've got some Im uh, video or images or giffies in there, that works as well. Short emails work, so you've got to experiment. So the best thing you can do is every single week you're trying new things, different lengths, different times of day, different subject lines, and you're tracking it. So that's the thing that most people don't do and what I teach my students to do. A simple Google Doc that you track the subject line, the open rate, and the click-through rate. And you're just going to compete against yourself. Every single week, you're trying to get that open rate. More people to open that email so with a really great subject line. And then really great content so people actually click the link in your email. You're looking to get those numbers up. So just start with your own benchmark, track it every week, and see if you can improve those. Yeah, we tested out one time and one day it was like 40% open rate. And we were like, wow, that's this huge. And yes. next time we tested out and probably was not the same day and time. People were not as active. It was like 20% rate. Yeah. And we're like, hmm, that's a huge decrease. So probably date and time of sending emails, it works it matters. well too. It matters, yeah. But people might ask, okay, well, what date and time should I send? Yeah. It matters to your audience. Yeah. 
Some people send an email on Sunday morning and get tons of open. I don't, I have a business audience, so they're not looking at my emails on Sunday. And also some people do really well with evening emails. Some people do well with morning emails. So you just have to experiment. Yeah, what we noticed for my audience, it works better weekdays because I mostly post like business fashion and all this content. So yeah, weekdays, like business hours are the most active and we try the Friday it was kind yes. of less. <laughs> So good. The concept of unbossing, letting go of the belief that you need to be led by someone or something outside yourself. What do you think about this? Yes. Yeah, so while I was writing the book, I actually almost named the book Unboss Yourself because this concept is so huge. So it is this concept of believing that you can lead yourself and you do not need anybody else to tell you what to do or how to do it or when to do it. And so it takes a lot of agency to unboss yourself. And in the book, I talk about a few different instances where I struggled to do it. I struggled to unboss myself the first day on the job when I looked around and thought, no one's telling me what to do and that's very scary. And I don't know if I have it in me to figure this out. And then I had to unboss myself in the first two years of my business because I let my clients treat me like they were my boss. I didn't know anything different. I'd always had a boss. I was a corporate girl. So when I went out on my own, I used to have one-on-one -on -one clients. I don't do that kind of work anymore, but I would get off the phone with them and I'd have like a million action items to do for them when I was supposed to be consulting them and they were supposed to be doing the work, but I didn't know how to unboss myself. So I let everyone boss me around, tell me what to do. And I had no boundaries. So I had to unboss myself for my own clients. And then later on, late in the book, I tell a story I did not want to tell anyone. And it was about how I got into a partnership a few years into my business, and I almost lost my business trying to get out of that partnership. And it has to do a lot with this concept of unbossing. I let my partner treat me like he was my boss. And so I lost myself. And so I've had this big journey of really, really understanding that I am enough. I can lead myself. I can figure this out. Even when I do not have the answers, I will figure it out. And so my life has been a journey of unbossing myself. But when I finally did it, everything is better. Everything is better when you trust that you can figure it out and you can lead yourself. But there's a lot of things you want to do to unboss yourself. And I talk about it in my book, Two Weeks Notice. That's incredible. Yes, I, I had the same feeling when I went from nine to five to actually having and building my own brand and I felt weird at first that I, I don't have a boss and I don't have and I, I did actually kind of let some brands and some clients to dictate it yeah but when you get used to your business and being your own boss you actually yeah like you said you unbossing yourself from it yes for sure how to shift your mindset from paralyzing self-doubt and uh, not enoughness to discover your power, confidence, and creativity? I think overall, when you want to shift your mindset where you've doubted yourself, you do not feel confident, you're not even sure if you could figure this out, like I can't leave a steady nine to five job in order to go out on my own, I would never be able to figure that out. So many doubts and fears rush in, but what I talk about in the book is the difference between courage and confidence. So in the beginning, when you're still at your nine to five job, you're putting together your runway, you're gonna use my book to put together all the things you need to do before you leave, you're starting to put this together. What that's going to do is give you some courage. 
not confidence. Confidence is I have a proven track record. I've done this before. I know I can do it again. I'm going to keep moving forward. That is confidence. You don't have that when you've never, ever done this big thing that you want to do. So it starts with courage, courage first, confidence comes later. So stop looking for the courage to quit or the confidence to quit your job. Stop looking for the confidence to believe that you can do it. Just look for courage, which is a leap of faith and a knowing that you will always figure out how to get back up. And so if you can just focus on, I'm going to get enough courage to put my roadmap together to leave my nine to five job. I'm going to get just enough courage to actually leave on the date that I choose. And I'm going to have enough courage to stumble through, let's say my first year of building my business, even though it's not all going to come together perfectly. Courage first, confidence will come later. Oh, I love that advice. Yeah, so true. And also you are the superstar of having, of actually creating digital products and selling courses and digital products as well. So what would you say the best sales strategy to sell your course or sell your online product as far as maybe a guide or book or something like that? So yeah, I teach people how to take their knowledge, know-how and skill set and turn that into a profitable digital course that they can launch over and over again. Like for example, one of my students, she the one that's the most popular is she was a baker and she made caramel candy apples and she would sell them locally in her town. And all these other hobbyists and other bakers wanted to know how she did it. So she created a digital course on how to make caramel candy apples. And she made $60,000 the first time she ever launched a course, which that's a lot of money for a first time course launcher. And she's gone on to do amazing things since then. And so I teach people how to take, whether they're in yoga or finance, or they're a therapist, or they make caramel candy apples or whatever it might be, take that knowledge and turn it into a digital course. And I teach people through a program called Digital Course Academy exactly how to do it. But I only offer that course once a year. So if you're looking for resource in every September, but if you're looking for resources and freebies and like how to understand how to do this, I think a great resource would be my podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. I talk courses all day long on that podcast, plus list building and entrepreneurial mindset and everything in between. But I do feel as though when you, when you ask like, do you have a resource for this or a book they should read? I do feel like I, I'm not great at a lot of things, but I am a leader in knowing what it takes to create a successful digital course. So that tends to be that area that I teach on over and over and over again. And what is the best advice, like business advice, would you give to women on starting their own business or just if they already have the business, but not really succeeding or not where they want to be, how to like level up? I think one of the best ways to level up, especially for women in business, is to surround yourself with other women that are doing bigger things than you, or people or women that are in the trenches with you. And so just last weekend, I went to Laguna Beach and I was there with five other women that have been building their own businesses. One was a doctor, one is really good on video and teaches other people how to be seen. Another one used to be in a network marketing company and then she built her own beverage company. Like these women are 
are incredible. They do different things than me, but they're building businesses online. So for me to be around them and us to exchange ideas with each other is priceless to me. So get into community. And if you don't know a community to get into, create your own. Invite a few entrepreneurial women into your world. You can do it on Zoom, you can meet in person, whatever works best, but we should not be doing this alone. It's interesting when men get together in business, because I've been around for a while and I've seen it, the men will get together and all they do is talk about business. They share ideas, they brag a lot, they tell people like what they've done and what the other people should do. There's lots of opinions floating around, but they really just like dive into the business when they're around other entrepreneurial men. I wanna see more women doing that, not being afraid to talk about the money they make, talk about the mistakes, talk about their wins, and really just share ideas with each other. I think the men do it better than us, but I think that we, as women, could come together and really step up because we are incredibly powerful and can do amazing things together. So get into community and don't be afraid to talk about the numbers and the strategies and the marketing and business building with each other and share ideas. I love this. And yeah, of course, always men always do talk about money and women try to gossip we shy about away from it sometimes. Yeah. yeah other things. So yeah, uh, it's real the best. quick, uh, a story that uh, about the money thing, I used to share how much money I make and how I made it. And I stopped doing that for a long time because people were rude and mean and had opinions about how I should spend my money or what I'm doing wrong. And I thought, I don't want anybody to have an opinion about that. So I stopped doing it. I've recently started to share it again and here's why. Years and years ago on my podcast, I made a podcast, I had hit my first million dollar year. So it must've been in like 2011, 2012. And I shared on my podcast how I had hit a million dollars. And there was a woman that I didn't know at the time listening and she had made $300,000 in her coaching business. And she listened to me say that and she thought, wait a second, I can make a million dollars doing this? Like if this girl that I don't even know, she's telling me she did it and how she did it, I can do that too. Fast forward a year later and she'd made way more than a million dollars. Today she has a $50 million business. Her name is Brooke Castillo. She owns the Life Coach School. She's become a dear friend of mine now, but she heard me say I made a million dollars and realized she could too. That's why women need to share more about the money and the wins and the opportunities so we can inspire other women to do so. I absolutely agree with you. And of course, right, people, right, women with right mindset will get inspired for about this. And some people get jealous about it, but it's not to get jealous. It's for some other women to show them that you can do it as well. Just yes. get yourself together and start doing it. Yeah, is, I just want other women to feel inspired. Like if Amy can do this, I am, I promise you, I'm no more special than the other person. I have depression, I deal with anxiety, I worry all the time, I struggle about my self-image. I've got everything that everyone else has, but I had a desire to be my own boss no matter what. And if you've got really clear on that why, you absolutely can make yourself be successful beyond your wildest dreams. I love it. It sounds so inspiring. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has and been incredible. Where can our listeners find you, your social handles, all information? So I'm at Amy Porterfield on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. And I have a podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy. Thanks so much for asking and thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being my guest. Take care. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. 
Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.